Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we create stories using the 48-hour film concept. Our films are comprised of four things, a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like that casserole that you create in your college dorm of Oreos, macaroni, and Fritos. But everyone thinks it's dope. Right. (laughs) I'm Joshua Lytle, a filmmaker and storyteller on this podcast. Hi, I'm Justin Teal, and I make websites by day, and I dungeon master at night. This is Dave Ailing. I am a voice talent guy, director, and part-time dungeon master. I am uh, Brian Monk-Taylor. I am a tattoo artist by day and filmmaker every other part of the day. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. Welcome, Brian. Yeah. yeah thanks welcome. for having me, guys. <laughs> oh, thanks for, thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Thank you. I think you may be our first official outsider guest (laughs) oh sweet yeah cool so without further ado uh let's uh fire up the story machine and uh get our criteria as the guest maybe uh uh, brian would you mind uh uh shaking uh the machine's hand vigorously to get it started oh Oh, there it goes all right all right cool all right uh it's printing right now Okay, um, looks like the genre is a spoof. Okay. Um, the prop looks like, uh, a paisley silk scarf. Okay. Uh, let's get a line, here it comes. Um, how much money do you have in your wallet? And the location looks like Clock Tower. <laughs> Interesting. A spoof? Hmm. A spoof yeah. on what? I don't know. Yeah. Well, does that mean we can take an existing work and spoof it? I would assume so. Are we talking like what is it the um, like the Naked Gun series and stuff like that? Or that's kind of a farce. A, sp- a spoof is like a scary movie or something yeah. like that. Isn't oh, that's it? true. But it's based on the Scream lineage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So spoof would be yeah pre-existing intellectual this, property. This or makes something. it so much easier. Yeah. Like, well, they 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 spoofed uh, The Exorcist. You know, Leslie Nielsen spoofed The Exorcist oh, with, yeah. with uh, Repossessed. Oh, yeah. So that was a direct spoof of... By the way, Brian has an encyclopedic knowledge of every movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that I've been alive a long time. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. So is there something... Is there there something in in the other three criteria that that, uh, could inform what we're spoofing? Well, automatically when you hear Clock Tower, I think of Saving Private Ryan or the movie Mm. from the, the... What was it? The... The movie from um, *Inglorious Bastards*, where the the German sniper mm. was doing it, it was from a clock tower. Both okay. those were from, from a clock tower, and it was a sniper movie. But but maybe it would be funnier yeah. to have something spoof that's not. Did the Hunchback <laughs> of Notre Dame just? Those were just church bells. It wasn't associated with a clock, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what about uh, *Back to the Future* clock tower? Oh. oh. Yeah. Hmm. So scarf, I'd be, I mean, I think like the professor wore something like that. Yeah. Okay. His lab coat. <laughs> and, and I like that too, because I, uh, I don't know if, um, did the clock tower and saving private, saving private Ryan serve a sort of critical role in the film? Um, it did. Yeah. There was the young sniper that was saving all his buddies from the mm. clock tower. Yeah. Yeah. He ultimately gave his life cause he saw the tank, like take aim and he, uh. cho- he could, instead of running, he basically kept shooting until. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I feel like Back to the Future would be a little bit more fun, yeah. a little less heavy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spoofing something already comedic, yes. Yeah, yeah. We could make it serious. Mm. 
make it serious. <laughs> a dramatic piece based on <laughs> Back to the Future. Um, that could be interesting. That's yeah. Kind of a reverse spoof. I was trying to think of something else with like a clock main thing. And like the only other thing I can think of really is um, like Cinderella. I don't think it's a clock tower. It's just yeah. you get that clock strike at midnight and they're in. A, so it's just another thing that's rather to think about. But yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gravitating toward Back to the Future. Yeah. And only because, what was it? It was, uh, was it last year or was it the year before? It was the, the sort of. 2015. Right. So that's, that's, the, that's the actual date that they. Mm. that they travel to October 21st 2015 I believe right and so that could be kind of fun because there's you know there's there's that that sort of um that thing that happens in movies where they they try to project the future and none of that stuff really happens (laughs) oh but they they did guess the Cubs win in the series that's right (laughs) it was a couple years a couple Uh, years late but yeah they got it and they got that one and they had the self-tying shoes yep that happened hmm the hoverboard, yeah. Hoverboard. Somebody, somebody made sure that that worked. Yeah. Of course, they're exploding all over the place now. Sure. <laughs> that was a, that was a cool future in that a lot of the stuff was already um, it was already worn out. You know, mm-hmm. it was already malfunctioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they had had it for a while. Yeah, yeah. This is Even this is fruit, please, and the, the fruit drops down. He's like, and he has to smack it. You know, there's a picture in a picture on the screen that that stuff happened too. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, who are our characters here? Yeah, this is different because we're we're starting with kind of a a template. We are so, starting with a template, yeah. so it's like uh, this is different for me. All right. So if we take a cue from a scary movie, like the characters are based on those other characters, right? But slightly different. Yeah. But so not much. So you okay? So if we're if we're looking at Back to the Future, you know we've got Marty, we've got Doc, we've got um... maybe they're like um, the Malto meal versions of those characters. Oh man, we're getting into like total Rick and Morty territory. Yeah, kind of, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, then there was the character Jennifer who was seriously underplayed. Maybe we could you know oh. do something that she like what happened while she was on the porch. You know, while oh, kind of the mm-hmm. kind of the uh, is that like the parent kind of story uh well jennifer was his girlfriend and she was knocked out for most of the movie oh yeah okay not knowing much about jennifer i'm not really not worried not really sure what it's done <laughs> yeah i haven't seen any of th- any of the back to the future movies but the first one yeah <laughs> I, I think we'll focus on the first one excellent yeah, yeah the first was the best <laughs> yes um <clears throat> so is the spoof going to be basically they come to those in 15 and it's just not that much different and like he's very upset <laughs> and like disappointed that half the stuff hasn't that happened. could be fun that would yeah. be good yeah that, I like that, that would be good a crappier future <laughs> right it's like an alternate like present yeah yeah well but it's kind of a drag because they don't spend a whole lot of time in the future and that's and even still that's the second film i mean really they they go back in time mm-hmm. in the first one. Okay. And yeah, so, and and that's the premise he's saying. I'm sending right. you back to the future, which is technically the present for him, but the future for Doc. Yeah. This is going to get so interesting so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless we just pick a different, different part of the past. I mean, obviously not Old West because that's the third. That's the third film, but. Mm. Uh, French Revolution. <laughs> they're in line. They're in line to get beheaded, oh, and man. we start out with like uh, we, you know, we we fade up from black, and the credits are rolling, and you just hear like people with pitchforks and torches just like screaming, and like you have the gallows and everything, and there's just a giant pile of heads, and they're like, 
and it, it just sort of uh, the camera pans along the line up to the guillotine and uh, and our heroes have just have two freshly placed nooses around their head and we start as an idea <laughs> man because it even it even borders on um, what's that uh, oh my gosh Sherman and Mr. Peabody you know oh, yeah. Yeah. sort of yeah. so I was at South by Southwest and I played a guillotine card game so I, I guess that's where that comes from yeah Boy, this is tricky. This is trickier than I thought so it would be. So part, I mean, the main thing about those movies, right, is they're going to fix something. Is that right? Right. So yeah. like, so that I mean, so normally they start out like normal time, right, and then they go back to fix, yeah, right? yeah, or to the future to fix something, right. Like the inciting moment is when Doc gets shot in the chest. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, Marty doesn't go back in time to fix that. He goes back in time to escape the guys who are trying to murder him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And they're, they're terrorists. <laughs> they're terrorists. Which are from, out of nowhere. Were, was it Libya? Yeah. I forget where yeah. they were supposed to be from. Libya? Well, so the reason I brought up that is like I had this thought where that's how the movie starts, but you know, you have, uh, I, I guess we can, can we call them their character names? Hmm. It's got to be like generic, right? Like Yeah, yeah like just off brand. And yeah. It can't be Rick and Morty. It's like Mac and Mac and scientists. <laughs> like <laughs> Mac and scientists. Um, there could be there could instead of Doc Brown, it could be Doctor Black. Mm. Instead of Dr. Marty, Black. instead of Marty Melvin. Yeah. Marty Melvin. <laughs> yeah, Melvin and I. Yeah, Melvin and Doctor Black. <laughs> Melvin and Doctor Black. Sure. Okay. Love it. Yeah. And he's like, Doctor Black, Doctor Black, we're gonna die. And he's like, it's like. Not today, kid. <laughs> he like pulls out this magic device, and he's like, "I was getting bored with this anyway. They're, we're needed in the present." He's like, "You had that the entire time, literally the entire time." He's like, "Yeah." And then they're like, "Somewhere else." Oh yes, yeah, so here we go. Okay. And here we go. He we're has off. an he has an iPhone with a flux capacitor app on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, there's an app for everything. Yep. Kid, what is his name? Melvin. 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 Yeah, yeah. Man, we were gonna write this down. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So, so we've already established that that you know we have these sort of uh, visually similar but legally distinct characters, <laughs> um, and they have the ability to to time travel. Yep. And so maybe it's not so much that they they have it's it's a sort of a, a play by play spoof of the film so much as it's we have these characters and now to do what, with whatever what, we what want. do they get into yeah. <clears throat> so, so what's their time traveling device so in the, you know it's an, an iphone yeah. that has the flux capacitor app okay yeah. so it could be an android well, i no, favor that no 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 i was almost no, wondering for the android okay no uh pro android but um <laughs> i know i was i was i wondering i was kind of wanting it to be a funnier car of some like some type of like vehicle that would just a vw uh, bug a tesla or is it a tesla <laughs> or is it um like a little moped that like they have to like kickstart every time or just totally redeemed yourself something ridiculous that yeah or it could not be a car at all yeah they gotta double dude it (laughs) double dude it on a hoverboard (laughs) get on my shoulders melvin my my son likes the mini comp test car which is like it almost looks like a little clown car Mm -hmm. which would be even funnier yeah mini comp test yeah (laughs) They're like, quick, get in the car. And they have to, like, cram themselves in there and <laughs> yeah. really shut two, the door. Two, yeah, two people aren't even going to fit in it. Yeah. Or, a okay. golf, or a golf cart. 
Yeah, do we want to do a golf cart? I kind of like a golf time, cart. <laughs> time traveling golf cart. I love it. But it's it's still controlled somehow through the app. The app is you know it's the app works in conjunction with the. It golf has to cart. connect to its Bluetooth. You got to you got to yeah. plug. You got to like. There's a dock. Yeah. There's a dock. Yeah. Oh, dock, okay. dock it. Yeah. Okay. Dock it, dock. Oh god. So um, dock stock. So we have we have these characters, and I think uh, in the past what's what's worked out really really well is we just sort of figure out what it is that they want, right? And so it's funny thinking back to the the original film. Marty wanted something as superficial as a truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trucks are cool. Yeah. Wait, you still have a truck? Right? I do. Okay. Cool. No, but yeah. that was that was his. That oh, that was, was his, his like end all be all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's not all of life. No. Well, that was that was the um, the unforeseen. Um, kind of reward that he got mm-hmm. at the end mm. for doing the timeline the way he did. He came back and he had that new truck. Yeah. Something that was only a dream in the original timeline. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's like the the false ending, real ending kind of thing. Yeah. Sweet. No, we have to we have to have the, the clock tower in there, right? Right. Yep. Clock tower, silk scarf. How much money do you have in your wallet? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. hmm. Paisley silk scarf. Yeah. Could the silk scarf be attached to a, a possible female interest in the story? Okay, yeah, that's interesting. So, um, if let's say they they and just sort of floating it out there, if they've got to find somebody, and the real only identifying quality of this person is this silk scarf, right? right. And so they're they're traveling through time because this person also has the ability to travel to, through time. So it's sort of, sort of a manhunt situation, kind of a. Kind of a time tripping Carmen San Diego, yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly cool. what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. So who is this person that they're trying to find, and why? Cayman Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'd say she's definitely doing damage to the timeline, and they're trying to fix it. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Like she's, so she's constantly like, yeah, she's she, yeah, she's like she's jumping from place to place. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back here to 19, you know, 10, and buy. 10 shares of IBM stock and then I'm going to shoot up here and put it in a trust and it's like oh there she's really messing with stuff maybe maybe too she's like working for someone so someone's hired her to go back in time and like get things their way and while she's at it she's profiting um like maybe it's not even her device maybe she's just working for them and so her 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 uh payment is you can do whatever you want to make yourself tons of money okay so so she's sort of a hired gun yeah thing okay and or or she will work for this person and she stole it. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. How nefarious I mean, is this person? Yeah, yeah I'd say I say she's you know she's definitely likable, but you're like it's it's one of those you know those female characters like I really like this chick, but man, she is bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, a Darth, right. like a Darth Vader esque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So so Melvin and Doc Black, Doctor Black, Doctor Black, and. I'm I'm still sort of searching for their yeah. motive. Yeah. So obviously she's 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 changing the timeline. She's she's kind of fiddle fucking with the, the space well, time continuum. Maybe if if we pick up like where Dave said, where we start with the the French Revolution and they they've got the nooses around, she shows up and just quickly like saves them somehow, mm. and they're like, who who's that? Okay. And then that shoots them to wherever she's going next. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that the first time they've seen her, or is this like an ongoing thing? And this was her like, oh, you saved me the one time. I think this is the first time they've okay. seen her. Yeah. So we we kind of we kind of 
we kind of enter the movie mid-adventure, sort of like an Indiana Jones situation mm-hmm. where he's kind of in the middle of something. Yeah. And then the when it wraps, that's kind of the, the, the sort of segue or the sort of transition into the actual part of the story. So, right, they're they're in... Yeah, they're they're in the middle of the French Revolution or whatever, and they're about to they're about to be beheaded. And this person, yeah, does this person save them? Or, yeah, yeah, she okay. saves them. I'd say the reason she's shows up there is she's stealing some precious works of art. Okay, and she's like, who are these clowns? And yeah. you know, she recognizes them from her timeline, and she's like, yeah, well, I'll I'll make this kind of distraction so they can get away, and then mm-hmm. you know, just kind of slip by. But then you know, they're they're like, well, who was that? Yeah, you know, she was dressed in like nowadays garb, yeah. so she was totally out of place. Yeah, I like the idea that maybe like, especially if they have the bags over their heads, like, so they get rescued. They as they're taking them off, they just see that paisley silk scarf mm-hmm. as she jumps through her portal or whatever she's yeah. in. That's the last thing they see is that scarf fluttering out. Yep. All right. And so I almost, I almost wonder if she saves them, saves them, kind of indirectly or inadvertently, right? So, so she, she causes a distraction by, you know, sort of releasing all these people who are going to be beheaded, right? Yes. And that's, that's sort of her out. And so, and likewise, they recognize her as being also a time traveler because she's not, she's not in the appropriate Yeah, she uh, wouldn't, gear. she wouldn't save them on purpose, but to, to make a distraction so she could escape because she okay. got caught. Right. That's totally acceptable. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so in the commotion, they return to their time and then they sort of regroup and they try to figure out who this person is. Yeah, because once they come back to their time, um, um, we have something there where like those works of art are gone or, or the timeline's completely mm-hmm. messed up and they're like, well, she had to cause this. Mm-hmm. So they want to jump back right before she showed up there so they can see who she is and then they kind of like tag along to her. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So just so we, we don't lose sight of the sp- Boof part, of it, right? <laughs> because I'm actually. This is actually sounds like a really cool idea. It sounds like a really cool movie. But what, okay, what, right. what makes it sort of a spoof, other than the fact that 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 there are these characters, right? And so I, I guess when I think of when I think of a spoof, they're sort of um, they're sort of hyperbolic. They're sort of exaggerations of the the character that they're based on, right? And so, and again, we're getting into sort of Rick and Morty territory. Mm-hmm. I almost think of. Um, do you want to talk about like what's different about them? Yeah, I mean, or yeah, or, what, what are their what are their qualities, right? Because I was to say, or, or just like you know, what do they do that's so ridiculous that makes it a spoof or something, right? So, so like to the point of, uh, I'm just wondering if almost maybe the the, the technology that takes them from um, future to the back is like sometimes if you if you read into the Star Trek stuff, their, their their teleportation technically is them like destroying their bodies and maybe even soul and then like they just recreate a new one. And so maybe in this spoof, like it's a painful experience to go from one place to another and it's literally like killing yourself mm. and making a new one in the future or our our past. Can I build on that? Yeah. Okay, since this is a spoof and almost anything can happen, every time like we establish who these characters are, right? But then every time they teleport, they're recast as different actors, like with different actors, like still playing the same role, picking it up exactly where they left like off. Like Doctor Who? Like Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. So they have like the same clothes and stuff. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's them. But it's it's always they're changing like, and then it, yeah. race, age, gender, like all sorts of stuff. Do they acknowledge like, it? Of, is no, it? Okay. they don't even acknowledge it. Okay. Uh, the, uh, that's where the audience is in on it. Yeah. 
Now, it'd be cool, too, if you slid up the timeline, if we're talking about spoofing, slide up the timeline to where, what if Doc Black and, and Melvin, you know, were today? You know, if he's in from 2017 and he goes back to, say, you know, 1987, and he's like, well, who, if you're so smart, who's the president in 2017? He's like, Donald Trump. Oh, really? Who's the vice president? Rudy Giuliani in drag? You know, he's <laughs> like, you know, what are you talking about? That's ridiculous. You know, because there, there was that line in the movie where he said, well, who's president? He's like, well, Ronald Reagan. The actor? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Mike Pence, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just making up words. Yeah. You have to pull some of that original stuff from the movie in there to kind of spoof it and, and, right. and play it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so maybe this thing is like, how do we attack kind of some critical scenes differently? Yeah. That's where, like, I was going with, like, the car. Like, oh, instead of a car, is it, like, some, like, well, now we're with the golf cart. Like, mm-hmm. it's some weird, silly kind of vehicle um, that they've, you know, attached rockets or, or something to to make it look ridiculous. It's even got those, like, stupid, like, the gauges that are, like, over the top. Um, what was the speed they had to hit? 88 miles an hour. 88 oh, miles is that an it? hour. <laughs> we could half it at 44. We could half it at 44. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, okay, so how do you get, okay, how do you get a golf cart going 44? Well, you put a blower in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> I do impossible every day, Melvin. And he's like, because in the original movie, he's like, you made a time machine out of a DeLorean? Say, like, you put a blower in a golf cart? <laughs> <laughs> What's a blower? It's a... Um, instrument that puts sits on top of a manifold of an engine that put it can push like alcohol through it or nitrous oh okay. it's one of those things that makes the engine stick way up out of there and it, gotcha. it just increases a horsepower tenfold nice i learned huh. something today <laughs> um yeah and so what like so the clock tower i mean we kind of need it anyway like is there a way to make that ridiculous um I feel like I feel like we're jumping around a little bit, and I'm kind of losing where where we, where it is we're focusing. I, so I guess we were we were going on this like what are the spoofs that are going to be happening? Okay, was what so I was we'll going identify with. the pieces and then put it all together. Sure, yeah, that's kind of I think what we were doing. But so yeah, so with the clock tower, like that's probably going to be like the important, or that I mean that could have just been where we were at the beginning with the yeah, French there could Revolution have there could have been a clock tower at, the, at at there, and it got struck by lightning or something, and that's maybe the moment she appeared. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's the, you know they, that, they use it to go track her down later. Yeah. Hmm. There has to be a clock tower somewhere in France. Yeah. Uh, or in London. Oh wait, France. Yeah. Yeah, France. You're the one that said French Revolution. I did. It's at the uh, Bastille. Of course, everyone knows the famous clock tower of the Bastille, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, I guess, is there a ridiculous love story that happens? Like, well, I'm just trying to like think about what's motivating them to go after this person. Is it just the fact that time's being messed with and they want to write it? Yeah, like she was kind of destroying it in a way. Like she messed it up. I guess was the, I think the gist of it. Okay. Um, she's going back, and I don't know if we've. Just, I think she's working by herself. Is that? Yeah. Okay, and so she went back to steal artwork, and then she. Um, yeah, really by accident released these guys. Um, and so then they went back to the, back to the future to, uh, figure out who she was and like, probably get the art back. Is that like the main thing we're going with? But like, maybe there's something, there's something that both the characters like or want that has been messed with. So they're motivated to go track her down. It's not just like she's messing stuff up. It's like something personal happens to them that like, that makes them go. 
this aggression will not stand, man. Well, in the original, yeah. when they went back to the future, it was all messed up and Biff had put, you know, gambling in in their town or whatever. We could pick a bigger town like Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then they go back and Vegas is never was never made and that's their town. And Reno's just huge. <laughs> or Atlantic City's just Or she's done something where there's no gambling allowed in Nevada and they're like, "Oh, oh whoa, whoa, wait, wait, what's, what's the matter?" Yeah. She's bankrupted America. <laughs> yeah, and in Back to the Future, they're both sort of. He was sort of all American. We could we could gotcha. make him over the top the other over way. The to- over the top. Wait, like communist? No, no. just like. <laughs> no, like he's he's uh, he's a professional poker player or something. And Vegas is his town instead of like uh, Hill Valley or whatever it was. There you go. Okay. Professional poker player, Melvin. Mick. McRoach. <laughs> McDrive instead of McFly. McDrive. <laughs> Melvin McDrive. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. I think we've uh, actually come to a good point in taking a break. So uh, now with a word from our sponsors. Hey, Brian. Yes, Dave. Uh, do you enjoy coffee? I love coffee. Would you say you give a damn about coffee? I give two dams. Really? Yes. So you just don't settle for a uh, major store-bought coffee. It's flavorless and no. it's just no. this just cup of sadness that you wake up to every morning? Absolutely not. I am a coffee snob. Oh, so my friend, you would love Abracadabra coffee. Abracadabra coffee is made from the hills of southern Vermont. It tastes like a cup of fantasy. Sweet. Oh, it's sweet, bitter, sometimes blueberry um, notes of chocolate. It's all over the board. It's single origin coffee, roasted locally and shipped directly to you. Visit them at abracadabracoffee.com or uh, follow their Instagram uh, feed. It's very fun. I will. Uh, thank th- you. No, Brian. Thank you. And drink some abracadabra coffee. I, know I will. I know I will too. All right, and we're back. Cool. cool. All right. So have we given <laughs> have we given this uh, the uh, the antagonist a name yet? Mm-hmm. No. Would it be sort of the would it be sort of the Biff equivalent, or would it be this? This would be a, an area where we just introduce a new character. I think we just introduce a new character yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. But what to call her? Yeah. Well, it was based off of you were saying like what the Jane was or who was knocked out. Like that's kind of where this Jennifer was. Jennifer was like yeah. knocked out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Could be something. I don't know. That could be something like maybe she's like, because uh, Jennifer was like his girlfriend in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So this is like, maybe he broke up with her or something like that, and she just like, we find out later that she stole a piece of, you know, Doc Black's technology, and just was just like, well, whatever, and she's just like going on a tirade just to make her own life better because her life sucked because he broke up with her well maybe maybe her idea was to get rich off this thing and they're like no this that's unethical mm-hmm. you know I, i'll just play poker oh, and yeah. he's like and she's like well i'm gonna take it and do what i want with i'm it. gonna make my own money my yeah. own way i'm okay. gonna be independent yep so we do so 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 we're establishing that they do know who it is maybe, or maybe not at first maybe not at first okay but there becomes a time where yep. they see her later like halfway through uh i don't know well, you guys also you, you guys also described that the people would change every time they jumped. Are we yeah. going to keep that? Yeah. So it's like yeah, and maybe that's the, maybe recasted. that's maybe that's the first time that this happens, and they don't like who was that, and then you know something's happening with our bodies. Science, science, science. Uh, 
it seems that every time we jump, we're... <laughs> I like how you say that, just, science, science, little, science. We're just a little different, you know, insert science here. Well, yeah, and, and it, the whole thing, you know, like when, when you dream and it's like, oh, I had a dream it was my house, but it wasn't really my house. It was just yeah. a little different. Everything's a little different. You could make it just slightly different. Like Marty's eyes are blue and, or Melvin's eyes are blue one and green the other, or he has a different haircut or, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. It starts out with small changes that exponentially just get bigger and bigger as yeah. the movie goes. They're like, <laughs> so so I, I picture if you were to, you know, so so initially you cast Michael Sarah and then they jump a few times and then he slowly becomes Jesse Eisenberg. And yeah. Just, <laughs> and then Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> by the end. Yeah. Yeah. So every time you go, like your genes are just getting messed with just that little bit. That little yes. bit. Yeah. Um, they just, just compound. Yeah. Just <laughs> compounds until. So, and I apologize. I, I, I missed a little bit of the conversation. It's but, hard to jump back in. <laughs> but, um, so, so. Uh, just to recap a little bit, so they they travel to, so they they leave the French Revolution. They leave the French, <clears throat> excuse me, they leave the French Revolution and they return to their own time. Uh, just after being kind of quasi saved by this this mysterious person, right? And then when they return, they find out that their the world as they know it is kind of turned upside down. Um, whether it's it sounds like it's you know Vegas isn't Vegas anymore, and we. And that's a problem because Melvin McDrive is a poker player, a professional poker player. Now the Mormons are in Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no gambling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Salt Lake has, has spread. expanded. It's spread. Yeah. And so then do we want to dis- further define his relationship with Dr. Black or... Do we just kind of, as the audience, we like it's a spoof. We're gonna yeah. take, we're gonna take some stuff for granted here. Maybe it's like their relationship is like uh, you know we you you can take that like uh, like blackjack has a certain um, number counting system to it. So he uses Doc Black as the as to become the world's greatest gambler in Vegas or something like that. Like he's the he's, he's the his brains. rain man. Yeah, he's his rain man. He's his rain man. Okay, <laughs> okay. and so. And so is it is it a situation where Dr. Black he's not, he's 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 wicked smart but at the same time he he's just kind of 9 times out of 10 he just does really dopey stuff but he it's all for a reason or something like that. Again just ta- uh, you know on the topic of these characters being sort of uh hyperbolic or sort of exaggerations of of their characters I think of scary movie and how mm-hmm. just everyone's just a complete idiot. I mean and that's and that was that's that's sort of amplified the fact you know by the fact that the the kids they did the teens in the original movies they just made bad choices. <laughs> well that and they're just like very over um exaggerated, right? And so like I I imagine like his shop is like cuz even in the movie his shop's like a mess, but it's like it's so much a mess you have like wade Oops, you have to like wade through his like shop to it's get like anywhere. It's just hoarder. yeah, it's just all over, <laughs> and there's duct tape, of course, is on everything, and it's just it's like uh, the doc shop just times ten. It's just okay. awful looking. Every box you pick up, you have to blow dust off of <laughs> every. <laughs> yeah, and so so I, I like the idea that he's he's maybe sort of like his Rain Man, and so he's maybe maybe it has less to do with intelligence and just that sort of neurotic mm. sort of you know. Uh, it's, it, I don't know. Is it sort of habits or something? Yeah, habitual right? energy yeah. of some sort. Yeah. yeah. So he's. Um, he could also make it him an insomniac, so he never just never <laughs> sleeps. He just never sleeps. Yeah, he's just wild. He's just out of control. Or at some points he just he'll just yeah. like yeah. just pa- pass so out. He's narcoleptic, a little well, no. bit. Well, there there was the there was a scene in the third one where he's like he passed out from doing one shot. 
Oh, geez. Mm. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> or or Dang, maybe Dave. or maybe he's um. Maybe he's he's yeah he's just got uh, maybe he's like manic depressive. So on the one hand, he's he, when he's manic, he's just really 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 busy. But then there are these really really inopportune times when he becomes depressed. <laughs> I like <laughs> and, that. And Melvin can't get him to do anything. And it just nine times out of ten, it happens when he really needs him to be smart and help. Why would get I do it? Out of a... Melvin, life's meaningless. <laughs> Well, that, well, there, there you go. It's like you've got the beginning and the end. It's at the beginning they they're on the gallows, the clock tower, the lightning strikes. She shows up. Then they for the whole movie they chase her around. Then they're like, he's like, well, what if we just went back like five minutes before she showed up and then grab her and bring her back here? And none of this was supposed to happen. Oh, well, perfect. Yeah, you know that? Yeah, well, you know that could be the resolution to the whole thing. But he he didn't. He had to go through this whole thing to think about. It. He's like, Doc, why didn't you think about that in the first place? They break the fourth wall. Yeah. It's like. We should have done that from the very beginning. <laughs> I like it, too, because it actually shares a lot of qualities of the second film, too. Because yeah. essentially, they're going to be going back to where they had just traveled backwards. And so there's that whole thing where you, we can't interact with ourselves. We, so we have to be very, very careful that we don't we don't recreate our, our, our steps or we don't run into each other or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, they see themselves at the gallows. Don't, don't, don't save us. You know, we're not here for that. Remember, we're here. But, so if they stop her, did they? Did the other version of them die in the gallows? See that? There you go. There's the there's the paradox. Shoot. <laughs> so they have to. Yeah, maybe they have to do both somehow. Like, well, did maybe, they avoid paradoxes in the movies, or did they just? Did they acknowledge any of them? Well, the the paradox was him like trying to save himself. Remember, he was disappearing from the picture. That's right. He's like, oh crap! I I interfered with this, and now I won't be in existing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which could be another thing, you know, if, if you want it to go that way, is like they go back and they stop her, but they're still at the gallows, so then they die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so so by putting writing the timeline, you've killed us, huh? Yeah, because she's the main interrupter. Uh huh. Like, mm. and we did it. High five, dead. <laughs> and then they just like cease to exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah like that. that's actually, funny. that's kind of the best spoof is like to let like to let that paradox just play through and not fix it. Yeah. Exactly. Or just be doomed by it. It's yeah, kind of funny. I, and it, it's I like, like a good dark ending. You didn't, you didn't think of this. How yeah. could you not think of that? Yeah. But then they kind of like show up in some sort yeah. of like big white room, and they're like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And it's well, just, don't you have your transmogrifier thing? Well, I never invented it, <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's that crazy. I get, I get no signal here in the alternate universe. <laughs> I like that because, yeah. So, so the entire time you're the audience you're you're with them uh, 110%. Oh yeah, go go uh you have to stop the the bad the bad guy. Um but it's not until that fu- those final moments when everyone realizes, "Oh, if they stop her, yeah, they die." Cuz we saw boned. that we saw that happen. Mm-hmm. Do, do we I mean, only so we can have a sequel. Do they um so they stop her and they go, "Oh my god, we're going to die." And then is that where the moment where um he the ones at the gallows go the doctor goes, oh, I do have this new invention. And like, it's, it is like maybe an iPhone at that point. And it does transport. I call them. it a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the sequel. But yeah, he like pulls something out of his jacket. And he like forgot about it the entire time. Oh, yeah. Which would have stopped half of this in the beginning. So it's just oh, like. A, a, he presses it and then we get another lightning flash and we hit credits. Yeah. Oh, I, oh boy. This is, this is really, um, this feels really obvious or not obvious, but but just maybe played out a little bit, but you know, so they, they, they wind up in that sort of, uh, that, uh, 
that sort of purgatory, right? But then they're rescued by themselves in another point in the timeline, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> and so that's how we get into the sequel. And, you know, it's, I, I don't that's know. That's awesome. Yeah. They, yeah, they look like. Uh, and But they, yeah, they're in, because they, they, they they're mutate, <laughs> they mutate every so many, uh, so many jumps. <laughs> Just they, they, they look like totally different people. <laughs> like totally different people. Like, who are you? Where are you? Yeah. It's like uh, a two on this try. To <laughs> it's like a two on twelve twice. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just like they're, yeah, so many. Like, it took you that many? Like, they're, like, they're yelling at themselves now. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we need to do? <laughs> yeah, I know. This is so weird. I mean, normally we... This is the quickest we've ever yeah, gotten here. And it feels weird. I mean, so let's... uh. I, I, I hate to do it, but let's recap a little bit. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, hammer out some yeah, of the because I, I, I feel like, I feel like we've got sort of something that resembles a beginning, a middle and end, but then maybe what makes it maybe just to, to, to really sort of dial in that, that the spoof qualities of it, right? What, mm-hmm. what are some of the gags? Maybe, maybe this sort of devolves into just the giant gag session where mm-hmm. we just sort of talk about, well, it, one of the gags you could put is like, um, at the end, you know, Doc was wearing a bulletproof vest. You know, have him show up in the alternate universe. I, but I had this bulletproof vest on. Oh, fat lot of good dead, did you? <laughs> we <laughs> still ended one. up in oblivion. Doesn't, doesn't stop you from and getting you beheaded. Never you never, you never uh, mentioned that to me. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. It's, yeah, that, like, yeah, it's not going to help you. Yeah. When they put a noose around your neck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, so, so to go back, maybe. So it would help. Like, you know, you have the gong ring of the clock tower. Mm-hmm. They're at the gallows. They get saved and see the scarf. So then they go back to their future. Mm-hmm. They're trying to track her down. And I don't know, maybe even just to speed things up is like, there's almost like a, uh, what is it? When you see a bunch of stuff. Uh, montage? A montage of them like looking at a map and seeing stuff being like, looking at news people, stuff being stolen or missing. Mm-hmm. And they just go back to different parts of time and you just get a quick hits of that. And maybe it's just, you know, super humorous. Oh yeah, that that could be a good way to do it. So we could come up with a couple situations. Yeah, know, yeah, the historical landmark. Works. Yeah, or a historical. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like the Carmen San Diego thing, where like she's always like, "Oh, she stole the Eiffel Tower," and like she, you know, she did like the most ridiculous stuff that you yeah. could do, and maybe that's like what she's doing back in the in the past. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so they're going back and fixing it, but the one thing they can't fix is that the French one. Right until the end, we're like, oh, we just go five minutes before. Or she could she could be narcissistic in that, like, she goes back to Da Vinci, and instead of painting the Mona Lisa, it's her. So oh, they end up nice. in the Louvre, and yeah. they see her, like, oh my god. <laughs> it almost becomes like pointed, like she's just trying to torture him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's leaving all these different sort of clues and stuff about where she. So so they they get so far, and then they find another clue, and then they jump back to a different time, and then that should. Yeah. yeah, and then that could maybe be a reason why he broke up with her is just because she's so like vain, like, and so like she does things like how she, Mona Lisa look, you know, or she, like she thinks it's funny, or she oh, this would funny. be funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, just for the record, too, we've used the Paley silk scarf as like mm-hmm. her kind of calling card, um, but we don't have the the line. How much money do you have oh, in your wallet? I kind of I had a thought for that. Okay. Like, um, they're like chasing after her in like some sort of car chase through like European tight streets, and they like. They get to a point where they almost get her, but they can't figure out a place to park the car. Like they have to do this like awkward uh, parallel parking thing, and they're and they're just about to go, and 
and like they're stopped by like a traffic cop who's like <clears throat> the meter and he's like oh how much money do you have in your wallet <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah and i think that's and then like the traffic cop like is the thing that prevents them from actually getting her or something yeah like that. and it feels like a spoof because like normally yeah. you wouldn't stop to you wouldn't stop to oh. do that <laughs> <laughs> so um Something else that could be really interesting is playing off the the fact that uh, Melvin is a professional, uh, I guess a professional gambler, right. right? And so he's everywhere he goes, he's that's his that's a sort of his character flaw, right? He's always being sort of tempted to gamble in some way, and so he's always hitting Doctor Black up for how much money have you got in your wallet? Nice. And oh yeah, because that's in in the in the original movie, his his sort of Achilles heel was. What are you chicken? Yeah, and it was like it was that was always the thing that set him off and on the wrong path, yeah. right? You know, I like the gambling addiction kind of yeah. angle. Yeah, he's I like, mean, like he's like <laughs> Well, he's he shows up. He's like, oh my god, they have a poker tournament. How much money do you have in your wallet? Yes. He asks Doc all the time. How much money do you have in your wallet? Like every time. Right. He's like, you know, this this gambling addiction is going to undo you. That could be a point of contention between the two characters too, because it's like they need each other to go through this thing. But they're just so self-sabotaging, you know, like he enables him to gamble with his like giving over the money. And then they spend like four hours at the casino getting a bunch of money. (laughs) Meanwhile, the casino could be be like dissolving around them. They're like, ah, wait, the other other thing that's really kind of fun about that is that that they they almost become foils of one another. Because, you know, on the one hand, you've got uh, Melvin, who's, you know, he's he's a gambler. And Mm -hmm. so he's he's he enjoys risk where, you know, by, by. uh, uh, in contrast, in contrast, you have Doctor Black, who you know he's he he looks at that as being oh my god, why are you? It's like buying lottery tickets. Why do you waste your money? This is ridiculous. Um, there's so much better. There are other there are better ways to make money and surefire ways to make money. Um, I was just kind of throwing that out there as sort of an interesting dynamic between the two of them. I was thinking about when how we talked about how the doctor would get sad. I didn't know if there was some way that Melvin then, like, I was just thinking, does he have treats that he feeds the doctor, and that's what like makes him happy again and like gets him back up? Or like, or is it like if we're going with the sleepy thing, does he have some type of like caffeine? Mm. And so when they really need him, like he doesn't have it, or like that's just something they have to get every once in a while. It's like more caffeine, or they're always stopping at coffee shops or um, Red Bull. Red Bull. (laughs) Give him Red Bull. It's like Red Bull brings him down. It's a spoof. He can be absolutely sponsored by something. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, I'm feeling really down. Like I, like sometimes three o'clock hits, and I mean anywhere in time, three o'clock still gonna hit. And I, I hit this dragging point, point of the day. Well, look no further than a cold, delicious Red Bull. <laughs> Although I really want to go a five-hour energy shots five now. Energy <laughs> shots, yeah. The way you're describing, I just imagine he has like a whole like coat lined with him. <laughs> but that's funny because then eventually, at some point in time, they they run out and they right. have to find a sort of substitute for it, right? Just like when they go back in time in the film, they have to find a a surrogate for the flux capacitor, which happens yeah. to be the clock tower. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it necessarily has to be that direct of uh, of if it has to yeah if it has to relate that closely but um so i I, i'm picturing what what would be a funny era for them to land in and there's there's no five hour energy here this that's not that doesn't exist you need it's like the 80s like the next best thing is cocaine (laughs) i like the idea like he needs the caffeine but he hates coffee and so like so that way it's always kind of hard for him to find Mm. otherwise you could just get Uh, coffee but i like the idea that yeah it's it's harder for him to drink 
something else. It just needs to be that five hour energy. He goes back to like a cafe in the nineties. <laughs> like a, it's like a poet. They're, they're like in the middle of a poetry slam in a, in a coffee house in the nineties. And he's like, <laughs> come on, let's one, hurry up. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to get out of here. <laughs> one cappuccino, please. <laughs> I don't know. That was lame. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, we, so, do you want to attempt to recap, or do you want to keep on this this train of? Yeah, we we can uh, we can attempt to recap. Um, maybe that'll help us sort of identify any gaps or anything that we, that we may have overlooked. So, we've got Melvin and Doctor Black, who in the beginning of the film they're in the French Revolution and they're just about to be beheaded until they're uh, inadvertently rescued by this other time traveler who uh is in who wants who simply wants to create a distraction and so she she helps unintentionally save them and then in in the chaos they return to their own time and find out that this this person that they that they encountered has altered their uh their time their reality as they know it uh specifically uh las vegas is no longer there and we know that to be a problem because melvin is a compulsive or professional <laughs> compulsive and professional gambler yes, yes both yeah <laughs> and um that's right like I, yeah. I was saying like maybe they see it i don't know if in news or somehow they just keep digging and they find all the stuff that she's changed over yeah time it's to like track news, her down. news headlines it's like uh you know a uh, new uh new exhibition for the mona Mona, wait, what's her name? Did we, we give, actually give her a name? We didn't no. give her a name. Oh. Lisa. <laughs> we, could, we could call her Laura. Yeah. Mona Laura. <laughs> Mona Laura. Yeah, I like it. Mona Laura. Yep. Yeah. I dig it. The, the Mona Laura uh, exhibit is sweeping the world, and he's like, Mona Laura? Yeah. <laughs> That's your ex-girlfriend's name, dude. Well, we could, have, we could have her drop that scarf as she's going into the portal, and they grab it, and then somehow they're like, this thing's you know pretty rare. Or you know, and then oh, and then it, that that was, could be their clue to get him back to to where she. It was a gift from Melvin, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he recognized that. Yeah. Okay, so so some somewhere, yeah, somehow they they get a hold of the scarf, and this is back in during the French Revolution, and so it's their one clue, right? Yeah, they they may not necessarily see her face, but they mm-hmm. see that, and they're like, "There's only one scarf like this. I mm-hmm. ha- I no. had this thing made, or whatever." And he smells it. He's like, "That's her perfume." Mm-hmm. Perfume. <laughs> God, what's wrong with me today? It's like, oh yeah, that's your perfume. You're still sober, and it's St. Patty's Day. No, what's um, wrong with me? Okay, and where's so, your green? So, so not yeah. So that now there's sort of a, a an investment on uh, on Melvin's part because oh, oh my crazy ex girlfriend is changing time. <laughs> If we got so good, that old song. So I like the. <laughs> if we kind of like jump off of, I guess, or go with the Mona Lisa idea, does she go back and so like she's the Statue of Liberty? She's like the yeah. Sphinxes. Everything's like carved after her, after her, right? Or painted and stuff. And so maybe that's just how they track her down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that kind of leads into the, all the situations which they have to go back and fix, right? Yeah. yeah. And then eventually they, they you know, it, it comes to some, some sort of head because, you know, this is why I broke up with you. You're insane. Yeah. <laughs> You're so vain. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> if you won't love me, everyone will. <laughs> you probably think this world is about you. Yeah, that's, that's our theme song. <laughs> um, and then hilarity ensues. They 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 right these wrongs. They they you know get the guy to carve the right sphinx head, and they knock off the nose of the sledgehammer and <laughs> right and, and so they, they recognize this as being sort of a fruitless exercise because she's always one step ahead of them and then that's when they have this realization let's just go five minutes back in time during the french revolution uh before before she created this commotion this distraction and we'll catch her there yeah and then there's like uh and they're like yeah that would have saved a lot of time break the fourth wall right <laughs> <laughs> I feel real bad for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so, so, uh, by, and, and as a result, they, they kill themselves. <laughs> they, they, they die, they die at the gallows. And then they're, they're, um, they're sent to this sort of purgatory. time, time travel purgatory. Yeah. Where, um, you know, they, maybe they, they get into it a little bit. Um, and there's some opportunity for character development. Like yeah, this like is, all good spoofs do. Like all good, <laughs> well, um, good spoofs do. I was just thinking. So I so if we're sticking with that, they keep slightly modifying every mm-hmm. time they go. I, I, so I, I I want the idea that yeah they they don't mention it ever because but to them whenever they get modified it's just that's that's how they've always looked and so whenever they, like anywhere there's like a family photo or something whenever they get modified those all need to be updated and so you just see this throughout that like man that's weird like don't they see that it's different. To the audience, but to them, it's just how it's always been. Yep. So, I remember when I wore my hair like that. Yeah, it's just it's just not different. It's just that's that's what it is. That's just how it is. That's awesome. I, I, <laughs> that's great. But then at the end, you know, they're they're sort of we're, we Justin gets a sequel because they're sort of rescued by themselves from another time, and say you can't die yet. You're needed in the year. Let's just I don't skip know. fifty yeah. years ahead. Yeah. Well, if they're in this sort of purgatory, it, it when the people show up, they could go, "Man, but we're dead." We're like, "Oh, you thought you were dead? This isn't dead. This yeah. is just a, this is just a stopping point." Yeah. We're taking you to this next place. So they just or open a door. Like there's just been like it's just a room they're in, and they just open the door. They're like, "Oh, I never saw that door there before." I like to think that purgatory just looks like a big waiting room. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it's not it's not purgatory. It's actually just a waiting room. Yeah, it's like from, right through here, like from Beetlejuice. <laughs> I just, it's so like I, a really tiny sign that says yeah. open. Well, I was picturing like a white, it's all white. And then there's a door and it says push, but it's written, it's, it's written in white. So that, so it's oh. white on white. And so they kind of read it. It's like slightly raised letters. Yeah. I it's, use my hands. There. It says, it says push, but it's actually a pull door. Yeah. There's a white handle. Oh, man. The future is really ironic, Marvin. <laughs> Melvin. They have like highlight highlights magazine <laughs> it's all filled in though of course yeah right <laughs> damn it well i already done the maze <laughs> well melvin there's nothing to do now but fill out these highlight magazines oh god <laughs> this is hell it's those got milk commercials this is all over again. Yeah. i'm trying to find, i'm trying to find the hairbrush in the curtain melvin leave me alone um yeah yeah we need a title for this flick too hmm. well if it's a spoof you need something like Back to the Future, I, to the Future. I don't. Know, you need to like mix those up a bunch so what that it's the, almost under. What was the Scream one? Sorry, it was which was which one? It was a scary, oh, scary movie. movie. Scary movie. I so said you could just call it like the time travel, or time traveling movie, or time traveling. Mm. Um, oh wow, that's pretty loud. Yeah. Instead of like, yeah, like old well, Time Bandits was a movie, Terry Gilliam movie. 
I love Ten Bandits. That's a great movie. It's so weird. Mm. It, it is. It I mean, is I saw so it when strange. I was very young too. So I was like, I felt like I was on acid. Oh, was <laughs> perhaps great. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, because even like Airplane and like Time Dude. Guys. Wait, wait, wait! Black to the Future. <laughs> it could be Black to the Future starring starring Doctor Black. Two white guys. <laughs> I like the idea of um, some, something with time. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know. Wait, wait, wait. So, you know, it's funny because I was just listening to something the other day and they were talking about um, uh, Star Wars spoofs, right? And how there hadn't been, there hasn't been one in a while and I guess there's a new one now. And they were talking about how there were all these different ones uh, uh, when the, during, when the original trilogy uh, was around and the one that did it really well was Spaceballs and it didn't really do, it had nothing to really do with Star Wars. It was sort of loosely, you know, we're going to call it Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I mean, maybe there, oh, you, you know, okay. I think I peaked at time guys. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> time guys. Yeah. I mean, there's time guys like time to travel. Um, yeah. um, time squared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with like a little floating too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Time squared. Yeah. yeah. No time like the present. <laughs> no time yeah. like the present and the future. Time to yeah. leave. <laughs> Is it just time with a question mark? Time. You guys want to go see time? <laughs> Instead of Back to the Future, in the past. In into the, the past. past. Into the past. Into yeah. the past. I kind of like Into the Past. Yeah. Into the past. Is it like? I kind of like to like the either back or is it like. Is there something into the past that we can add onto the front of it? Like L- looking forward to the past instead front, of back, back to the future. Forward to the f- front to the past. <laughs> <laughs> A front to the past. A front to the past. Yes. A front to the past. <laughs> Smell you later. This is the longest we've ever spent on the title. Got <laughs> all that time. This is, um, I mean, oh, here we go. Yeah. App to the future. Oh, there you go. Because it's an app. Yeah. Yep. All right. Bang. Sure. App to the future. App to the future. And. Oh, oh yeah yeah okay so yeah then we do this this thing, this that, thing ju- that Justin loves ju- Justin yeah, yeah it's Justin's favorite part um, <laughs> we we do this thing at, when we've officially wrapped and we sort of close the book we just say and fade to black collectively <laughs> all, right, ready? all right and, and fade, fade to, to black. black all right lovely perfect so if you have an idea of what Laura looks like or could Photoshop something on Sphinx or other famous works of art throughout history to see what hijinks our heroes got into. Go ahead and send that over to storymachine9000 at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can use the, the hashtag SM9K on Twitter. Thanks for listening, everyone. Our logo design was by Dave Paget, music by Dave Ailing, and this episode is edited by Chris Wagner. Now you can find the Story Machine 9000 on Google Play, iTunes, and wherever else you find podcasts. Please be sure to give us a positive rating and tell us what you think about the show. All right. Done so? Episode done. Oh, I think we got it.